This is Jeff Billard from the Amigos Audio Collective, thanking you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Welcome to Chronosphere Fiction. This is your Chronosphere pilot, Daniel French. On this journey of the Chronosphere, we take you back to Generation Z for Chapter 6, Dead on Arrival. When last we left Generation Z, we found out that Leanne has joined the zombie ranks due to a zombie prisoner outbreak caused by Samantha and Nick. After the release of the zombies, Sam and Nick went back to the cabin and relieved a dying Samantha's mom, making her a zombie. President Knox of the United Dead Zones prepares for the summit with the Consul of the United Living Zones. Marie continues to grow into a healthy living child due to the machinations of Danton and Nurse Margaret with the help of the vaccine created by Dr. Megan. That's enough of a recap for now. If you go to patreon.com slash chronosphere, you can collect all the music from all the episodes that have been coming out, as well as some bonus episode stuff. That being said, buckle up, folks. It's time to head back to Generation Z. Living Zone 4, in the cabin. Come on, Mom. Get out of bed. We have to go. <coughs> I don't understand. I can't feel anything. I can't feel my face. I, I can't feel the air going out <coughs> when I breathe. You don't have to breathe anymore. Mom, calm down. You're okay. <coughs> my heart. It's not, I can't feel a pulse. <coughs> Mom, you're all right. You're not sick anymore. We really have to get out of here. What? What are you talking about? There is trouble with the lifeguard. We have to leave. Sam, what's what's happening, Sam? What's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. You're, well, you're a zombie. Oh, oh no. Don't worry. It's not that bad. Oh my god. You're cured, Mom. You don't have consumption anymore. Come on, get up. We can't waste any more time. What? Oh no, no, no. Oh, oh, I can I can stand again. You can run too. Now let's go. What do you mean? Why do we have to leave? The guards will be looking for us. Why? We escaped. What? It's not just that. A lot of zombies got loose. Sam freed them. What? It's hard to explain. We can talk about it later, but right now, we have to go. I'm so confused. Sam, is George all right? I hope so. So, uh, where are we going? I had an idea. 
We'll go to the dead zone. Wait, Sam, what? Dead zone? Which one? I don't know, but it's right on the other side of the creek. We just have to travel west. Come on! Sam, why are you taking us there? We'll be safe there, Mom. We're not safe here. None of us. They'll find us. Yeah, they'll hunt us down. They'd protect us in the UDZ. You don't think they'll mind that I'm alive, do you? Uh, probably not. Sam, wait. We can't go to the dead zone. Why not? You'll fit in just fine. Sam, I don't want you being infected. I'll be fine, Mom. They won't turn her. We don't do that. She can stay alive. You did it to me. Mom, you were dying. Don't blame Nick. And now, now I'm dead. Mom, we have to keep going. We can talk about it later. Hey, she did you a favor. You don't know anything about what it's like to be dead, lady. You'll get over it. Sam, why? How could you do this to me? I, I didn't want to lose you. I mean, you can stay with me. I mean, you want to stay with me, don't you? Or would you rather be, like, really dead? Gone forever? Like Dad, just buried in the ground. Is that really what you want? I, I don't... Let's go! It's a patrol! Jesus, you weren't kidding about the lifeguard. Do you think they'll follow us? Into the dead zone? Not likely. Too scared of the syndrome? That, plus Captain Roberts can't invade the UDZ. It's war. What they're doing already isn't right. When we find other zombies, we have to tell them everything. All about the kidnapping in the cages. People have to know. We will. But we have to make it there first. Why, are they trying to kill us? Because Sam did the right thing, and that makes her pro-zombie. It's complicated. Hey, is that it right there? Yeah, there's the creek. Run! Duck, you especially, Sam. We'll be okay. We're almost there. Oh, they got me in the elbow. Oh, it itches. Keep going, you're fine. Come on, this way. Ugh, damn it. They're gone. Shit. You think we should go after them? No, no way. Back to base camp. Roberts has got to know immediately. Dead Zone 1, a hallway in the Pentagon. Ah, good morning, General. Danton. <laughs> Fancy meeting you here. Oh? Why is that? Because this is where patriots work, not corrupt, kiss-ass politicians. Oh, why the bitterness? Is it that I have the president's trust and you don't? I didn't take you for the jealous type, General. Oh, you may think he's in your back pocket, but I know what you are, where your true allegiances lie. <sighs> you just can't accept that your kind is going extinct. My kind? What? You mean zombies? Well, certainly not. Warmongers. Bigots blinded by their hatred for the living. This summit will be the final nail in the coffin of interzonal prejudice. It's a shame that you'll be buried with it. So, tell me, Danton... What exactly is a staffer doing in these parts? 
What business could you possibly have? Important business, in fact. The president's business. But that's none of your business. Now, if you'll excuse me. Word gets around, friend. It wouldn't have anything to do with a certain little girl very much in the news lately, would it? Your conspiracy theories are growing tiresome, General. Oh, so that isn't why you're here? It doesn't concern you. Oh, but it does concern me. That you've manipulated the president into putting you on such intimate terms with his family and his personal affairs. If you weren't paranoid to the point of seeing traitors everywhere you look, perhaps you'd understand the simple fundamental humanity that unites the dead and the living. And his friendship wouldn't confound you so. Lovely. Truly lovely, Danton. For Christ's sake, when does the facade end? You know that President Knox resents infighting in his administration. He'll be thoroughly disappointed to hear about your absurd fantasies about ulterior motives. You tell him exactly what I said. Go ahead. He needs to hear some sense, and he certainly isn't going to get it from you. It'll have to wait, regrettably. As you're aware, he's departing for Living Zone 1 this afternoon. He isn't taking you with him? Somebody's got to stay behind. Make sure things don't go awry. Well, who better than the Living's number one defender? <laughs> they don't need anyone to defend them, General. Have a nice day. Every time now. She does this every time you walk in. No, bad her. Stop it. Be still. I'm so glad I never had a child of my own. Perhaps it should only be me that administers the vaccine from now on. Oh, she's talking more than ever. All her yelping is going to arouse suspicion. Let go! It seems that someone's yelping already has. Well, what are you talking about? I just spoke with a general, Margaret, who insinuated his knowledge that I was attached to this project. <laughs> he was bluffing. Was it the one who's got a hard-on for you? It doesn't matter. Have you said anything to anyone? Anything at all? Of course not. What the hell are you thinking? It's not just your ass on the line. Calm down, would you? You're disturbing her. You're disturbing her? She doesn't act this way around me. Sounds like you've developed quite the mutual attachment. I suppose maternal instincts outlast even life itself. Oh, please. Just do it. Come on, Marie. Arm. No! Stop it, Margo. <laughs> no! Ow! There, that's all. Go on, Marie. Good girl. Just two more doses and we won't have to do this ever again. The general. What does he know? Not very much. Just that I've got a hand in this. That was Knox's choice. That's not sensitive information. But how does he know about Marie's presence here in the first place? How would I know? One of the scientists could have let it slip. She's big news now. Did you see the DZ1 post? The daily DZ9? The press is finally realizing there's something wrong. Why she hasn't been seen publicly in so long. They're speculating like wild. Good. That's what LZ1 assured us would happen. But the revelation must happen on our own terms. It's vital. I know. The scientists... What do you know about their progress? Only that they've been unable to identify the cause of the syndrome's dissipation, only its effects. 
Well, apparently her blood is potently resistant to any effort to reintroduce the syndrome-inducing bacteria. Impressive. Well, they said it was a cure. They didn't lie. Did they, Marie? Hmm. She's getting smarter. <laughs> you think so? Oh, she's learning more words all the time. Of course. She's getting to be a big girl now, isn't she? She is. Getting bigger all the time. You sound surprised. That's what living children do. Well, I know. I suppose it's just been a long while. It has. Have you received any more communications from LZ1? The console wishes everyone good fortune. All the pieces are in place. And the situation in LZ1? Stable. The summit should proceed as planned. Excellent. And then? And then comes the tricky part. The dangerous part. Well, I shouldn't spend too long here. I don't want to raise any more questions than I already have. That bastard's probably out there waiting for me. Hmm. Till Friday, Denton. Denton! Oh, did you hear that? Hmm. How cute. Living Zone 4, the compound of the lifeguard. George enters Captain Robert's office. Captain, you wanted to speak to me? At ease, soldier. I do. And do you have any idea why? I'm afraid I do, sir. Words already spread through the ranks that, well, that it was my little sister who was responsible for today's incident. And that she's deserted. Well, what do you have to say? I swear to you, sir, I had no idea that she would go do something so... so incredibly stupid. Not merely stupid. Treasonous. Yes, sir. I thought she was just... just dumb, like, naive about zombies. Never thought she'd ever turn on her own kind. Taken with the enemy. I'm shocked and ashamed. Her weakness was a telltale sign. It was my mistake to think I could cure her of that. Cowardice. Meekness. They're as incurable as the plague of the dead. And the same remedy is called for. Tell me, how well did you know Samantha? Um, well, we've never actually been really close, sir. Oh, no? No, she led a very, uh, sheltered life. Ever since the death of our father... I think our mother wanted to protect her from the world, so she never learned about duty, love of country. That's the trouble. She was her mother's child, not the ULZ's. Honestly, she's always been weird. Weird? Soft. I see. Now how did your father pass, George? Sir, 13 years ago he went to join the Buford Raiders in Living Zone 3. They sent us his ashes in a box along with his dog tags. Her father was a casualty in the great struggle and still she doesn't understand her place? She was very young, sir. She never really knew him, but I did. He was a fine soldier and I miss him, but I'm glad he wasn't alive to see this. I'm sure he is also. You know I've been with the guards since 17, sir. I hope my loyalty isn't in question. Not your loyalty, just your judgment. I find it a bit difficult to believe that Samantha never once said or did anything that would warrant a report. I understand that family is family and that we tend to forgive our own blood with greater haste, 
but the lifeguard is your family also. Sir, I promise you there isn't room in my heart for love but for the ULC, the lifeguard, and the consul. And you've never given Samantha a second chance? Never looked the other way? No, sir, never. Good. Good. I was told your conduct during the fighting was exemplary, you know. Sir? They said you killed three, incapacitated five more, and that you took the initiative and led your comrades in securing Wing B. Only doing what I was trained to do, sir. You did it well. Today's losses make room for, and necessity for, new officers. I'm hereby promoting you to the rank of corporal. Sir, I... Thank you, sir. I won't let you down. I trust not. Everyone will have to do their part as we prepare for retaliation. Retaliation, sir? Oh, yes. You didn't think the whole episode would go unpunished, did you? This is an assault on the lifeguard itself, and by extension the ULZ. A full-scale military response is called for. Come in. Captain, I've prepared the casualty assessment you requested. Excellent, Lieutenant. George, you're familiar with Ramsey, my second-in-command. Lieutenant, are you acquainted with our newest non-commissioned officer? Uh, no, sir, not personally. George Cooper, sir. A pleasure. I was just informing the corporal of our reprisal. You see, George, an hour ago, one of our patrols returned with news that a young girl in uniform, accompanied by two presumed zombies, evaded their pursuit and fled over the interzonal divide. Sir, you're saying she's... She's defected to the enemy. This is an extremely serious situation. Absolutely, Captain. We must assume that a national incident is imminent, involving both the ULZ and the UDZ, and we must act quickly. We can't relinquish any advantage. What did you have in mind, sir? War. An invasion of Dead Zone 6 would inevitably mean open conflict. Our people and our government have been itching for it for long enough. Here at last is the pretext. The lifeguard has never been stronger, never more numerous, never more prepared. Whispers of war have been in the wind for months. It's time. And the chain of command, sir? The consul? We force his hand. He's given us every indication that the time is ripe for a long-awaited reconquista. If we lead... Other lifeguard units across the dead zones are likely to follow our example. A hundred years of moderation is enough. No more waiting on the politicians. We must act. We must seize our destiny. Yes, sir. And we find Samantha. Absolutely, sir. You do know what happens when we catch her. Of course, sir. Tell me, would you pull the trigger yourself? Yes, sir. I'm glad to hear it. I don't think I have to tell you that I'll hold you to it. Now, Lieutenant, your assessment? Certainly, sir. Out of 64 zombies, 20 killed, 3 MIA, 15 wounded or maimed to the point of uselessness. They've been disposed of. Well, that takes care of the overcrowding issue. The remaining zombies have been returned to their cages and placed under a triple guard. And our own losses? 4 killed, 2 MIA, not including the girl. Seven wounded and twelve infected. Could have been far worse. Bonfire's been lit. The immolation of the infected has already begun. Ah, shall we join them? 
I haven't seen a proper roast in so long. Let's... A moment later, in the courtyard. It's been an honor serving my country alongside all of you. These have been the best years of my life. My battle is ended, but yours rages on. Remember my sacrifice and be strong, brothers and sisters. Lifeguard forever! Lifeguard forever! At ease, men. I'm proud of you. Each one of you. You've carried the day and kicked some serious zombie ass. Let there be no doubt. Every comrade taken from us today will be avenged a thousandfold. The UDZ will bleed for this. It is my rare and poignant privilege to be here this evening to join you all in bidding farewell to our poxed soldiers. In the interest of our people's sacred homogeneity, they pass voluntarily from this world to the next, just as they were intended. Make no mistake, someday we will all be reunited in the beyond, in order of battle. Do not fear the inevitability of your demise. Be proud of it. Comfort yourself in the knowledge. It's what makes you human. The only thing that lives forever is the lifeguard. Let the immolation recommence. Comrades, I've always dreaded that this fate would befall me. I'll always oh my love God, Ian. Um, Captain Roberts, sir. Yes, Corporal. One of the infected was um very close to me. Permission to give her my my parting words. Granted, soldier. Thank you very much, sir. Leanne, Leanne, look at me. No. Leanne. No, George. Why would you even want to look at me? Now that I'm like this... Leanne, you're... you're just a bit pale. You're still beautiful. Shut the fuck up, George. You're still alive. You don't know what it's like. How did it happen? I didn't even know about it until the battle was over. I got scratched in the back of my neck, and... And I noticed my heart wasn't beating. Oh, Jesus. I... I deserve this. What? No, what are you talking about? I left your sister alone for just a minute to take a piss. I came back, and they're all out of their cages. It's because of me this happened, and Roberts knows it. He probably would have had me shot anyway. No, Leanne, none of us knew that she was going to do something like this. It's not your fault. It doesn't even matter. I'm dead, George. It's all over. I've got to go. No. No? What choice do I have? You could... I, I don't know. You could... My only other option is to join the rest of these filthy corpses in their fucking cages and work myself to pieces with them. Nobody else is doing it, neither will I. Well, I could, uh, you know, I could still come and see you. 
Fuck off. You can't be serious. You'd want that for me? No. No, of course not. I just want... I want you around. I don't... I'd rather be dead. Like, really fucking dead. This is all that's left for me. Leanne. What? What the hell's matter with you, George? Did you lose your balls in the fighting or something? I... I love you. (sighs) Just get away from me. You're not going to change my mind. And that's the last thing you're ever going to say to me? You know, you know, I love you too. You know that. But now just, just get away. I can't stand you seeing me like this. Captain. Yes, Corporal. I have an idea that I feel obligated to bring to your intention. Well then, I suppose you'd better share it. Surely an invasion of the dead zone will require reconnaissance. Not safe for regular troops. What are you proposing? Scouts, sir. Zombies, loyal to us. After all, we don't want to march into enemy territory blind. I'd say our supply here has proven rather untrustworthy. No doubt, sir. But our own soldiers, on the other hand. Hmm. An interesting thought. But asking one of our own to endure the effects of the disease, even for the sake of the lifeguard, is simply cruel. Sir... It's my understanding that one among the infected played a role in precipitating today's incident. The one that shared guard duty with Samantha. And would that be your acquaintance, Corporal? For what it's worth, sir, I can personally attest to her strength and resolve, as well as her immense guilt over what she has done. She's always been completely committed to the cause. She wants to make right. She can be useful to us, sir. I am going to need someone to make contact with our collaborators behind enemy lines in advance of our approach. Why risk a life? <laughs> Agreed, sir. Come with me, both of you. Why don't we see what she has to say? Soldier? Yes, sir? Tell me, does your loyalty to the lifeguard and the ULZ outlive even your body? Sir, the lifeguard is and has always been my only love. It is with great remorse that I must leave it behind, disgraced, and in this deplorable state. Would you, Private, be prepared to make the ultimate sacrifice for your country and absolve yourself for your catastrophic error? Sir? Necessity calls for one of you in our employ. I'm asking you to honor your pledge, even in death, a distinction very few are tasked with. Sir, I will, for the guard. Think of it as both duty and punishment. And when your mission is carried out, then you may be immolated, your merit restored, and your patriotism proven. Good, sir. I wouldn't want to stay a deadite indefinitely for anything. Or anyone. Lieutenant, escort her to the cell block. Yes, sir. I'd ask the corporal, but, uh, we don't want him catching anything now, do we? (laughs) Dead Zone One, the Oval Office. I love you, darling. I love you too, Mark. I'll miss you. Don't worry, sweetness. It's only a few days. Some photo ops, a few handshakes, a couple of diplomatic formalities, and I'll be home a full week before the centenary. 
I'm so worried about Marie. Her condition hasn't changed a bit, and the doctors aren't any closer to answers. Well, you say she's healthy and good spirits. We should be thankful for that, at least. We can't keep this a secret much longer. People are wondering. <sighs> I, I know. Someone here leaked to the DZ three times that she hasn't been staying at the White House. Everywhere I go, reporters trying to ask me about it, where she's been and why. They think she's had a, a disfiguring accident or something, and, and that's why she hasn't been seen and, and why I'm staying behind. Well, that would make sense, now wouldn't it? Let them believe what they want. Think nothing of it. I'm hoping the summit will push the whole damn thing from the news cycle, at least for long enough to allow for some kind of breakthrough at the Pentagon. And what if there's just nothing they can do? I can't stonewall the press forever. Well, we'll just have to tell the people, wouldn't you say? I'm not sure what else we can do. I know how that makes you feel, but it'll be all right, dear. Relations between the zones have never been better. We couldn't ask for a UDZ more tolerant, more accepting of the living. They won't look at her and see some biological abomination. Just the adorable little girl that she is. <laughs> hmm. Maybe you're right. Perhaps we should make it known to the world on the centenary itself? No, Mark. She's not some kind of political prop. I know. She's my daughter, and we can't just hide her away forever. Look, we can discuss this some more when I get back. Nothing's settled. All right? Fine. You better go. Hey, hey, hey now. I don't want to leave on a sour note. What's the matter? She asks about you every time I go and see her. I'm sure. It makes me feel rotten, but it's just the timing of it all. The timing? Charlotte, you know I'd like to get away and see her, but I just can't. The workload been too demanding lately. Besides, it only stoked more that tabloid standard speculation. If she's alive, Mark, it means we only have a limited time with her. I can't help but wonder if you won't regret the way you spent that time. Now, what the hell do you mean by that? Sometimes it seems like you're more concerned about your place in the history books than you are with your role in your daughter's life. Well, pardon me, but I'm still getting used to the fact that she's got a life. It's not been the easiest thing to get used to. So am I, Mark. So am I, but it takes time, effort. Yes, I'm aware, but I can't simply phone up the consul and ask him to reschedule, put everything on hold, the whole interzonal reconciliation, just to look after my personal affairs. Jesus, Charlotte, sometimes I'd, I'd like to do nothing more than to buck everything, but the buck stops here. I've got a responsibility to the country that made me its president. This isn't just about me or my family. This is far, far bigger than me, than us. This is about the common good. Hmm, I realize that. And one day, Marie will understand that. Hey, look, I'll be back Monday. I'll make it up to you both, I promise. You promise, huh? Oh, shucks. You know I love both my girls like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and they love you, Mr. President.
Oh, God damn it, always something. Come in. President Knox, I, I am so glad I caught you before you left. Afternoon, Mrs. Knox. What can I do for you, Senator Michaels? Um, I'm here to present you with this urgent petition, sir. Petition? Signed by congressmen, governors, and zone legislators imploring you to harden your stance towards the ULZ for country's sake. Oh, goodness me, what are you Mr. President, I, I must insist that you take this seriously. Okay, your own party is content advancing a policy of appeasement, but I would remind you that there are millions of undead Americans that differ. Not without reason, and, well, you know, their voices must be heard. First of all, I reject the notion that we're appeasing anyone. The settlement of differences always requires concessions, compromise. Secondly, peace between zones is in absolutely everyone's best interest. Even the undead Americans that harbor distrust and dislike for whoever... Mr. President, sir... With all due respect, you can't simply write off as prejudiced all those in government and in the populace, not to mention the, the Joint Chiefs of Staff who are skeptical of the motives of this secretive totalitarian state which has always demonstrated contempt and hostility for the UDZ. And what hostilities are you referring to, Senator? Sir, the ULZ has never offered a proper reparations for endless strings of raids which the consulate refused so much, well, to so much as, as, as take responsibility for, nor an explanation for suspicious disappearances in neighboring dead zones. Senator, as you may know, the consulate government has occasional difficulty enforcing order, what with the ULZ's geographic barriers, inadequate lines of communication, and divided loyalties. It's a complicated situation. We simply cannot go to war over every border incident. So, instead, we reflexively forgive each one? The consul and consulate are getting away with murder, sir. Uh, I ask you, is it peace at any price? Hmm? Senator, I will be meeting with the consul personally in a matter of hours. Clearly, there is genuine trust between us. And on the basis of that trust, we intend to reach terms agreeable to both sides. Hopefully, we can put all your fears to rest. Remember, Mr. President, any treaty you sign must be approved by the Senate before it's implemented. Of course. After all, that's what distinguishes our government from theirs. I mean, no one man can arbitrate his will unilaterally. That's, well, that's dictatorship, right? Your thoughts on the ULZ are noted. But you see, there are those of us who are seeking to improve relations, not to deliberately worsen them. Please, sir, just, just take a look at this. We're not demanding restitution. We're pleading for accountability. Now, we need to see that the ULZ can make concessions, too, that they can, you know, earn our trust. Well, why can't they just, well, at least formally recognize zombie rights, for example? Everything one step at a time, Senator. The summit will clear up plenty. Just you wait and see. Our negotiators say that they are practically begging for an agreement. Perhaps... 
I can politely request some assurances in regards to the... Apologies for the interruption, Mr. President, but Ambassador Gorman is waiting for you aboard Air Force One. The civilian delegations are currently being boarded. Splendid. Thank you. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, my dearest Senator, the ULZ awaits. And that wraps it up for Chapter 6 of Generation Z, Dead on Arrival, written by Blake Benlin. Nick is voice acted by Joey Ochoa. Samantha and Charlotte are played by Deborah Cristobal. Sam's mom and various lifeguards are voice acted by Kathy Lieberman. Danton and Captain Roberts are Zachary Macias. General Adams is Warren Clark. Nurse Margaret is voice acted by Cindy Stevens. Lieutenant Ramsey and Senator Michaels are voice acted by Sarah Golding. George is J. Dean Garcia. Leanne is Dr. Michelle Booz. We introduce Brandon Fox as the guardsman turned zombie who throws himself on the bonfire, and various other background voices. Marie is voice acted by a very patient three-year-old, Emma Lane. The lifeguards chasing Samantha and Nick and the Secret Service agent were played by me. Audio engineering, sound design, and production are done by your Chronosphere pilot, Daniel French. Well, it's time to head back into the spectral streams. Remember out there, keep your cosmos clean. Buongiorno. I am Flaudio, and I am very interested in what makes audio drama work. I want to share with you my recipe for a perfect evening, an evening for two lovers, lovers of audio drama. When I plan an audio drama, I want to make sure that everything is perfect for us. The soundscape is the most important thing to set the mood for the night. When I lay in a special ambiance or sound effect, it is very important because it can express what I feel so perfectly. A sound effect can speak for the story when words just cannot capture the love I feel. Love I feel for you. When it is dark, I turn on the sound effects, I turn up the soundscape, and the voices can then dance in a perfect state of bliss, where there is no world except the one we make with our love. No time except what is needed for our story to play out. A story that we will make come true. 
This audio drama public service announcement was brought to you by the Amigos. You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network.